In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Ijishesan, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. It's a word that literally calls the shots of the word you see. Is a realm of the spirit. And in that realm, you don't have, it's not just God. There are demons there. There are forces of darkness. Don't you know what's a neighbor? There are forces of darkness that don't want your progress. And it's from that realm of the spirit that things are literally controlled in terms of the realm you see. And the anointing speaks of that supernatural enablement of God, which is invisible, but yet has the capacity to influence what you see. It's the power of God that when he, 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 sets, he sets in motion and is in operation, the satanic old are broken. And the purpose of God for individual lives can now be materialized. I wish I could tell you all it takes to excel and succeed in life is to be hardworking. Go to a good school, get good grades, get some nice jobs, move to the suburb, and everything will be fine. But life is more complicated than that. There are forces of hell that don't want your progress. There are things that work in your life, in your community, in your lineage that contains with your success or progress or advancement. But God has a provision in the anointing, which is the enablement of the Spirit to cause those forces to lose their grip on your life. In Luke chapter 10, there's a story told of how Jesus walked into the temple and he saw a woman who has been bowed for 18 years. And that story makes us realize that it's possible to get used to an affliction. This woman has been bowed for 18 years and she was not even asking for prayer to be healed. She was just okay. I speak as a prophet of God. Everyone under the sound of my voice who has been under one bondage or the other for so long to the point that you have gotten used to that state of affliction. I declare this morning there will be a separation of that affliction from you. Jesus walked into the temple, saw this woman, and there was an agitation in his spirit. And he said something profound. He said, ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, what does it mean to be a daughter of Abraham? To be a daughter of Abraham means to have covenant with God. And part of what that, what that covenant covers is freedom from sickness. I'm the Lord that heals you is part of that covenant. So Jesus ministered to her and this woman was loose from that 18-year affliction. I declare this morning, everyone that has a long-standing affliction, as I pronounce the name of Jesus, as the anointing of God goes into the atmosphere, every such affliction we dissolve. So this woman was healed. The Bible talks about a woman who had an issue of blood for how many years? 12 years, who had seen all the best physicians in town. She's used all the best drugs, and yet there was no solution. 
But this woman had enough spiritual intelligence to realize that if she could make a contact of faith, what that woman made was beyond physical touch. Because when Jesus said, who touched me, the disciples, you know, they were, they, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were confused. Of course, a lot of people were pulling you and touching you. But Jesus was not just talking about any touch. He was talking about the touch that is the touch. That woman made that touch. I pray today that somebody will make that tangible, that vital, that critical, that crucial touch that will cause him to receive what God has for me. Who is that fellow that is going to make that crucial touch? So this woman made this touch. And Jesus said, who touched me? And she was not just referring to every touch, but that touch of faith. And the Bible says, that hour, that hour, the woman was made whole. Why? Jesus carried the anointing. Jesus carried the anointing. So I said, oh my God, I wish I can just have Jesus around. He's around. He's around because his body is around. Come on, somebody say Jesus is around. We had the body of Christ. So what Jesus carried for three and a half years that healed the sick, that raised the dead, that caused changes in the lives of people is available today. In fact, the Bible says when Jesus was ascending, he gave gifts to men. Talking about the ministry gifts of prophets, apostles, teachers, pastors, and evangelists. These are the carriers of the anointing. And you know, the anointing can be impacted through these people. The Bible makes us to realize in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 17, that the anointing can be communicated through the vehicle of prophecy and laying on of hands. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14, Paul was writing to Timothy, he said, Neglect not the gift of God which was given to you. So he was talking about spiritual gift that was impacted to who? To Timothy through what? Prophecy and the laying on of hands. So laying on of hands is very scriptural. Prophecy is very, very scriptural. In fact, the Bible says, he said, despise not prophecies. Prophecies can carry the power of God that will impact a life and change situations. In Acts chapter, in Romans chapter 1 verse 11, Paul writing to the church at Rome, he said, I long to see you that I may impact unto you some spiritual gifts to the end that you may be established. The word established there is from the Greek word sterizo. Which, is mean, which means to turn resolutely. <laughs> so, so the anointing has the capacity to turn your life. Don't you never say, I'm being turned resolutely in the direction of God's purpose for my life. Oh, I'm not impressed. Tell at least some people I'm being turned resolutely in the direction of God's purpose. Stand up, stand up, stand up. You are, too, you are too seated. Come on. Tell seven people I'm being turned resolutely in the direction of God's purpose for my life. I know it's mouthful. I'm being turned resolutely in the direction of God's plan. Don't summarize it. Say it the way I said it. I'm being turned resolutely in the direction of God's plan for my life. Seven people, don't be disobedient. Be obedient this morning. I'm being turned resolutely in the direction of God's plan for my life. I'm being turned resolutely in the direction of God's plan for my life. Somebody shout hallelujah. That's what the anointing does. It turns your life. Oh my God, something bigger and stronger and huge and mighty comes upon you and it turns your life in the right direction. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, in Acts chapter 10 verse 
uh, in Acts chapter 10, he said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all those who are oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So everything that Jesus did in terms of ministry was because of the anointing. Do you know the same Jesus was around for 30 years, the first 30 years of existence on earth, no miracle happened because the anointing has not come upon him. So even Jesus needed the anointing. So what we call the anointing is the impartation of the Spirit of God that makes the supernatural natural. When the anointing sets in, doors that are closed open, doors that are shut open, what has been labored impossible becomes possible. Lift up your hands and shout, I am anointed. Oh, come on, I can't hear you. Shout it, say, I am anointed. Christianity that does not major on the anointing is fake. Christianity that ignores the anointing is, on, is not authentic. Because, in fact, to be a Christian means to be the anointed. Christian. You are named after the anointing. How can you be named after the anointing? Because the word Christ is actually from the Greek word Christo, which means the anointed one. So after, how can you be named after the anointing and yet you live a life that is not anointed? That is a fake life. Your name says anointed, but your life seems unanointed. That is not right. I declare everything that is attached to your life that ought not to be based on the plan and purpose of God, but the reason of the anointing that will be released this morning, I declare those things are breaking free from your life. <laughs> Lift up your hands and shout, I am anointed. Oh, I saw something in the realm of the spirit. I saw, some, I saw somebody shout, I'm anointed. Some demons broke free from his life, broke free from our life. Things you have been struggling from, all of a sudden they disappear. Lift up your hands and shout, I am anointed. I need you to sound it. Let every demon in hell hear it. Lift up your hands and shout, I am anointed. You are still sitting down. You ought to be standing up and declaring let every demon from hell know that you are not an ordinary person. The pressure cannot stay in your life. Anxiety cannot stay in your life. Poverty cannot stay in your life. Lack of progress cannot stay in your life. Lift up your hands and shout, I am anointed. Sickness is not part of your destiny. Affliction is not part of your destiny. Stagnation is not part of your destiny. Lack of progress is not start. Come on, going round in circles is not part of your destiny. Lift up your two hands and shout, I am anointed. Maybe seated. I'm anointed. So I say, oh, you are 50 year old now. It's okay to have some symptoms. No, I'm anointed. Oh, it's okay. Teenagers are always demons. No, no, no. The teenagers in my house are not demons. I am anointed. My family is anointed. My children will bring me gladness, not sorrow. Somebody was preparing me when my kids were going to college. He said, anything will happen in this season. I was trying to be respectful. I kept quiet, but inside of me, I'm like, nothing. He said, I'm telling you from experience. I, re I refuse to be part of your experience. <laughs> Experience that is not consistent with the anointing is not my experience. It's just reality. It's not my reality. I'm anointed. 
My children will not bring me pain. They will not bring me sorrow. I'm anointed. My home is anointed. The works of my hand is anointed. Everything connected to me is anointed. I am anointed. I'm just, I'm, I don't just bear the title Christian for fun. I am anointed. Oh, when I go to walk into my workplace, the anointing walks into that workplace. I am anointed. I don't live an ordinary life. I live anointed life. Yokes are broken. Yokes are destroyed. Bodies are removed. I am anointed. The same doctor that saw something that he ought not to see is coming back to say it's no longer there. I am anointed. My liver, my organs, my kidneys, my heart, every part of my body functions perfectly. I am anointed. I have the body removing, yoke destroying, power of God working in my life. I'm anointed. The works of my hand are anointed. My life is anointed. My business is anointed. My children is anointed. My home is anointed. I am anointed. Jump up and shout it. I am anointed. I am anointed. I am anointed. Tell the devil and all his cousins, watch out for me. I'm going far in this season. I know you have plans, but the anointing is greater than yours. I know you are plotting against my life, but no weapon formed against my life shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me shall be condemned in judgment. I am anointed. My future cannot be predicted. I am anointed. You may be seated. Don't try to do Christianity without the anointing. It's dangerous. It's called religion. When you allow and permit anything, say it's okay. It's not okay. So you know I'm talking from experience. Talk from Bible. The Bible says I am anointed. So I'm, I've been around for so long. I've seen so many experiences. With all due respect, keep your experience. I'm just trying to prepare you. Don't prepare me for evil. I am anointed. I'm just trying to let you know that your cute little kids, very soon they'll begin to act like demons. No, my home is anointed. No demon is allowed in my home. People will see my children and say they are like olive tree around about my table. My wife is blessed. My children are blessed. So I am anointed. I refuse to make preparations for evil. Say, just prepare your mind. They will start acting like demons all over the place. No. These ones are anointed. My reality is the word of God. What God says about me is so real. More real than your experience. With all due respect, keep your experience. I am anointed. I love that. Father, we change the title of this message to I am anointed. It's a more suitable title. I am anointed. Master, I feel something unusual this morning. I am anointed. The remaining 10 months of this year will bring forth increase and multiplication. Things are opening for me. Doors are opening for me. I am anointed. It's a good year. 2023 is my year. I have that. <laughs> I said 2023 is my year. I am anointed. Psalm 92 verse 10. Psalm 92 verse 10. Mokosataba. Is in my home. You have exalted. 
like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. What does that mean? Fresh oil implies it's possible for that oil to be still. Some of us were anointed. But you've not been servicing that oil. So that oil is no longer fresh. And it takes a fresh oil to deal with devils. Not I was anointed. Is I am anointed. I have a fresh oil. I have. And that's why you, you should be part of, the, of a community where the, 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 the things of the Spirit are celebrated. Where the Holy Spirit is allowed to be. Because that's what it takes to have a fresh oil. You ought to be part of a church where prayer is a lifestyle. Come on, talk to me. You know, I've been to a few prayer meetings. And it was more of talking about prayer than prayer. We came for prayer meeting and somebody talked about prayer for 25 minutes and we prayed for two minutes. That's not prayer meeting. For example, this morning we spent some time praying. That's what we do. We anointed people, they pray. Anointed people spend time in the world. Because if you are not spending time in the world and you are not spending time in prayer, ladies and gentlemen, that oil will not be fresh. I want you to write it down. The oil of the anointing can be stale. If you are not doing things that will keep it fresh, things like being part of a community like this, things like spending time in prayer, things like spending time in the world regularly, consistently, the oil will be stale, and the stale oil can't drive out demons. If you don't want to be, you know, if you don't want to be embarrassed like the seven sons of Sceva, in the name of Jesus that Paul preached, secondary revelation. Demons have no respect for secondary revelation. <laughs> the Bible says they beat them. May you never be beaten by demons. Even human beings beat you. It's not funny. Can you not imagine demons pounds on you? <laughs> the Bible says they were beaten and they were stripped naked. The beating of demons. So it's a dangerous thing to be a Christian and to roll with stale oil. Your oil is just stale. I remember 2015. I went to this service. Please stop. This is 2023. That was eight years ago. The oil you received in 2015, if it has not been well serviced in the place of prayer, in the place of meditation of the world, in the place of confession of the world, guess what? That oil is already stale. And the stale oil can drive out demons. Devils love stale oil. Because it's an opportunity for them to pounce on you. Like the seven source of Skiva. Okay. The last time you used it, it was fresh. But this time around, it's stale. Use it again. The oil of God is real. And it ought to be rich. And that's why what we're doing this month is important. Grace Academy. Ladies and gentlemen, how many of you will be my Grace Academy starting this Friday? Wave your hands. I know my friends and I know the people I need to pray for. Raise your hands. No, this, I'm not, this is, 
I said, raise your hands if you're going to be in Grace Academy from this Friday. That's not encouraging. We have this, we have this, uh, we have this talk again before the end of this service. So be meditating now so that you know you'd have changed your mind by the time I'm done preaching. You are not going until you commit. You are not going. You are not going. I will keep you in church today. The days of uh, virtual is over. You did virtual January, February. March, physical. Don't you know say physical. Physical. Unless you were born virtually. Your parents met virtually and you are the virtual product. Okay, I'm still coming to that. So, talking about the fresh oil, listen, by the way, to anoint literally means to rub on, to smear on, or to paint. For example, this, this hall has a paint. What's this, what's this called? What's this color called? Are you sure? Uh-huh. I know. It says ivory. What's it called? Off-white. Okay, what's it called? It continues. Okay, I know some of you are very technical. Anyway, whatever it's called, it was achieved because a paint was put on it. So, that paint is a form of an anointing. It was painted. You know, when you rub that cream on your skin, you're literally anointing your skin. So to anoint means to smear on, to paint on, or to what? Rub on. So when you say a Christian is anointed, that means God has rubbed on him. And it's that kind of rubbing that changes your life forever. As I close this morning, I'll give you seven things that will be achieved by the anointing, when the anointing is rubbed on your life. A life that has what? The painting, the smearing, or what? The rubbing in on of what? The anointing of the Spirit. One, it protects. When the anointing is on your life, it provides a shield of defense over your life that keeps evil away from you. Somebody shout, the anointing creates an impenetrable shield of defense. It protects. It defends. Let's look at Psalm 91 and verse 4. He said, he shall cover you with his feathers. And under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. So there's a covering that comes through the anointing like feathers, like wings that keeps your life protected from evil. Lift up your hands and shout, I am, I am protected. So the anointing on your life keeps you protected. And listen, we are living, we are living in a dangerous time. There are evils all over the place. Crazy drivers. Crazy neighbors. No matter how careful you might be in the natural, you can never be too careful. You need the anointing to really protect you. Your alarm system is not enough. Moving into the suburb is not enough. Or relocating away from Chicago is not enough. 
Those of you who believe our city is the most dangerous city in the world. I mean, at times when I go around the world and people look at me like, oh boy, I don't know how you live in that city. I'm like, what are you talking about? I've lived in the city for 20 years. Nobody has ever pointed gun at me. I mean, I'm not shooting anybody. Nobody's shooting me. What's your problem? Lift up your two hands and say, I am anointed and I'm protected. So to be anointed is to be what? Protected. He said, He shall cover you with his feathers. Another is when you shall find what? Refuge. Say it again. Say, I am anointed and I'm protected. Somebody shout hallelujah. Secondly, it announces. <laughs> so to be anointed is to have the best PR. Nothing announces you better than what? The anointing. You know, the anointing has a way of creating supernatural publicity that will ensure that what you have for your generation is revealed to your world. I speak as a prophet of God, every one of you whose gift is not felt by his word, I declare in this season you shall be announced. Amen. The anointing announces you. A lot of people are trying too hard to be popular. On Instagram, you have done everything and yet nobody wants your service. Try the anointing. I'm not saying you have, I have an Instagram page by the way. And I'm, I think I'm active a little bit. Some of these smileys, a little bit, trying to catch up on you. I've told you, 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 I mean, I'll keep you on your toes. But nothing announces more than the anointing. Matthew chapter 8, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 24. He said, then his fame went throughout all Syria, so the ministry of Jesus was effectively announced because the anointing announces. Be, of course, I'm not saying you should not do the necessary natural, but beyond the natural, there's an oil of God that comes upon your craft. And, you know, before you know it, you are well announced. Lift up your two hands and say after me, say, the gift of God, gift of God. In, my life in my life is announced. My generation is aware of my potential, my capacity, and my capability. If you go to Matthew chapter 9 and verse 26 and 31, you also see, it says, and the report of this went out into all the land. You know, there's a way an anointing which just creates an opportunity for you to be known. And what you have to offer becomes known. Because some people have amazing things to offer, but the problem is nobody knows about it. The anointing announces. Verse 31 of Matthew chapter 9, it says, but when they are departed, they spread the news about him because the anointing was working. People took it upon, himself, upon themselves to tell everybody about what he was capable of. Three, it accelerates processes. You know, I wrote five things initially this morning, and the Lord told me there were two additional things I needed to put on it. One of them is the fact that the anointing accelerates. The anointing is a speed giver. If things are slow, get the anointing on it. It accelerates 
processes. Genesis 26 verse 12. Isaac was supposed to be dealing with famine. But guess what? The Bible says because Isaac was under the anointing, he sowed in the land where there was famine and reaped what? Hundredfold the same year. Why? The blessing was on him. The anointing was working in his life. Verse 13. He said the man began to prosper. Who is that man? Okay, I feel, who is the man? I'm looking for the man. The man that is talking about. Where is the man? Is the man here? Come on, can you identify yourself? You can be a woman too. Who is that man? The man that, he said the man began. Who is that man? He began to prosper. He continued prospering until he became what? Very prosperous. Look at verse 14. For he had possession of flocks and possession of arts and a great number of servants, so the Philistines envied him. The anointing was working on his, on, his, on his business and the process was accelerated. Four, it aligns appropriately. I declare everyone under the sound of my voice who seems off in one area or the other of your life I declare by the anointing you are aligned. It's what aligns appropriately. So, because there are things we get ourselves into in lives, and before you know it, we are off course. When the anointing gets on it, it aligns appropriately. Look at Isaiah chapter 60, verse 4. And a major part of that alignment is bringing the right people into your space. When you are aligned, your space is filled with relevant people. He said, lift up your eyes all around and see, they all gather. I love this. He said, they all gather together. They come to you. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about me. They are coming to me. He said, your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be what? Nursed at your side. That's what the anointing does. He brings everything together. He causes things to be what? Aligned appropriately. Five. It creates opportunity. When the oil of the Spirit is at work in your life, uncommon opportunities are created. Now, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, we saw how David who they thought was not old enough to be part of the army of Israel, was now given an opportunity to take food supplies to his brother that was at war. I'm not if you know the story. 1 Samuel chapter 17 from verse 17 to 20. The same David that they felt was too young to be in the Israeli army was now being sent to take what? Food supplies to the people who were fighting. But that was his opportunity. Lift up your chance. I say, I have uncommon opportunities. Those of you that were with me on Zoom on Friday, you saw one of the testimony, how one of our leaders in Dallas church. I mean, he just got to, you know, a few months ago when the Lord began to say it's a season of disruption, she just got to work and they told her her boss, her senior manager had resigned. That was supposed to be a bad news, but it was her good news. Because our overall boss called her, I said, we didn't plan for this, but were you feeling while we're looking for the right fit? 
Hey. Then after two weeks, they say, there's no point. You are the right fit. Somebody shout, I am anointed. Opportunities are created supernaturally. The, the same way, you know, Esther ended up having that opportunity to be the queen of the palace. The misbehavior of one was his own, was our own opportunity. It creates opportunity. Six, it increases productivity. I'm anointed. It increases productivity. Psalm 92 from verse 12. It makes you to flourish. It makes you to thrive. He said, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. It shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Verse 13. He says, they that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Verse 14. They shall still bear fruit in old age. Oh, I love the next line. They shall be fresh and flourishing. It says they shall be fat and flourishing. But I think I prefer fresh. How many of you prefer fresh? I think I would do with fresh. That fat. <laughs> does, it, does it sound too right? <laughs> Don't you never say you are fresh? Hey, you are two seated. Stand up, stand up. I've been standing preaching. You are sitting down. Stand up, my friend. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you are fresh and flourishing. Now, take it to at least three people around you. You are fresh and flourishing. You are fresh and flourishing. You are fresh. You are fresh and flourishing. You are fresh and flourishing. Now, you may be seated. Okay, and you need, you need such exercises from time to time. Sedentary lifestyle is not good for your health. So Pastor K makes us exercise every time he preaches. Have you not missed me? I thought you missed me. I thought I, so I was the only one that missed you. I need people that will join me, standing up and sitting down. You know. You'll be shocked that many calories you burn in my service. Six. See, somebody is, is trying to make me finish on time. I thought I was still at six. So it's seven, right? Okay, seven. It restores. Have you lost anything? <laughs> the anointing specializes in bringing restoration. God told me to tell you, say, rather than sit down there and be crying over what you lost, why not start rejoicing? For when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, while like then that dream, her mouth was sweet, laughter, and her tongue with singing. Then they say among the hidden, the Lord has done the great things for them. The anointing restores. Is it time you lost? The anointing restores. Oh, you wasted resources. The anointing restores. You are in a relationship that should have led to marriage and the man just wasted your time. The anointing restores. Oh, you've been married for seven years, not a child. The anointing can bring you three kids at a time. The anointing restores. Get on your feet. It restores. It restores. It restores. It restores. It restores. All the lost years. All the lost time. All the lost resources. All the lost opportunity. The anointing restores. Rather than cry over losses, why not focus on the anointing that restores? So the seven things the anointing does or accomplishes in your life, it protects, 
It announces. It accelerates processes. It aligns appropriately. It creates opportunities. It increases productivity. And lastly, it 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 And I heard the shout of restore, restore. Lift up your hands and I say, I declare in the name of Jesus, I'm anointed and I anticipate restoration in this season. Come on, begin to rejoice if you believe your restoration is here. I was not just preaching, I was prophesying. I told you earlier on that impartation can be achieved through lean on advance and through what? Prophetic declaration. So I wasn't just preaching or teaching. I was what? Prophesying. I was prophesying the anointing on you. And I'm anticipating your testimony for the rest of the year. Yeah. You're going to come back with amazing results. So on the, today's 26th, right? On the 26th of February, pastor announced it. I'm being announced. Boy, and my announcement began. Somebody shout, I'm anointed. anointed. Who who else is anointed? Because I can feel, oh, who else is anointed? Okay, oh, a few folks here anointed too. I said, who else is anointed? Boy, I'm looking for the anointed. Where are they this morning? Oh, they're over there. Where are the anointed? I said, where are the anointed? Let everyone who knows is anointed to take over. Rejoice! I'm anointed. I am anointed. I said I am anointed. Having spoken on fresh oil, one of the things that was said is that it takes the servicing of the world for the oil to be what? Fresh. And God has given us a strategy to service our oil in the month of March. And I want your oil serviced. Please, can you display that flyer again, Grace Academy? When I said it the first time, maybe you were sleeping. You should be awake now. So, if you want your oil serviced in March, it's a Bible school program, and I'm even going, I'm going to give you a certificate, and it's free. Can you register now? Please, don't hurt my feelings, because I'm going to check how many people registered after the service. If I don't have my num- enough numbers, my feelings can be hurt. And some of you will get calls from me. If I expect you to be on the list and you're not on the list, I'll be calling you and say, you forgot to register. I just want to remind you, register. Please register. I want to see you on Friday, every Friday. Have you not missed me? I was all over Africa preaching. Now I want to see you every Friday and you have, okay. Register, my friend, in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that will not make you register, I bind them. Every activity that has been fixed on Friday evening, in the name of Jesus, I cancel it in the name of Jesus. The only activity that we hold successfully in Friday evening throughout March, where you are concerned, is Grace Academy. In the name of Jesus, register in Jesus' name. I'm praying. Make sure my prayer is answered. You are the answer to my prayer. Come on, praise in the name of Jesus. 
Every spirit of they are not talking to me, I bind them. <laughs> Please register. Hallelujah. Register, register. In the name of Jesus, every spirit of I take myself out of the equation, I bind them. Every spirit of I don't do midweek service, I bind them. Every spirit of over addiction to, to virtual services, I bind them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You shall attend. You shall be impacted. Don't you know? We say, neighbor, this is a plan to service your hoy in March. Don't miss it. Hallelujah. What if I tell you that if you attend this, you will end up with an electric car before the end of the year? I got somebody's attention. <laughs> electric car, yes. I will attend it. Attend it. It's, it's the key to your house in suburb. Your electric car. The triplets you want from your wife is the key to it. Is the key to it. Amen. You want your children to honor you? Attend it. Have I marketed it very well? Or do I need to do extra marketing? Oh, I did a Michelle, I did a good job. Wow. Well, I sold you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Have you? Okay. So if you did not register, you will get a call from me this week to see, I want to find out where did I offend you? How did I offend you? What can I do for us to reunite and make up? Thank you. Thank you for making me not feel bad this one because she's going to give me the results this afternoon. And I want to be, I want to sit and be excited like obedient people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you know, that's where I want to be excited. Come on. Have you been blessed this morning? So, turn to your neighbor and say, we're coming back. Ah, your voice is too low. It's low. I say, you are, we are coming back on Friday, 7.30 p.m. for Grace Academy. Amen. For those of you that register, you're going to get an email by Wednesday letting you know what you need to do to prepare for this class. Lift up your hands. I speak as the apostle over this commission. That every, seven, every of those seven things that I've declared over your life will become your manifestation for the remaining 10 months of 2023. I call you protected. I call you announced. I declare there is speed to the processes of your life. I declare opportunities are created for you. I declare where you are concerned, where the works of your hand are concerned, there will be much room for growth and expansion in the name of Jesus. Before we go into the baby dedication, tell seven people, I am anointed. Not like that. It's too low. I said, tell seven people audaciously, I'm anointed. We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishasong. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.